0: ...shall be preached in all the world, then shall the end come. Hello and welcome to another Fuel for the Harvest podcast. My name is Charlie and I'm your host for today. And we are coming to you from Sri Lanka. And we're in a location here and have been uh, ministering and doing different work. And uh, we are here with a great brother in Christ uh, named Samuel. And he just has a great testimony of how the Lord called him... And so we wanted to invite him to share share with us today. So welcome to this podcast, brother.
1: Thank you, brother.
0: So, yeah, would you be willing just to share with us how the Lord called you and uh, how that process looked?
1: Yes, I feel it a privilege in the Lord that I could share the faithfulness of our God. If you If I say about the time 30 years ago. So when we were in the main city of Colombo we were worshiping and uh, every now and then whenever I had opportunities to come to a rural area about 200 kilometers away in the hilly area and we serve the Lord enjoying it and serving God's people and actually we built a church many people came to know the Lord newly. As we uh, I was coming every fortnight like Friday I come from the Colombo. Saturday morning I reach that place. Saturday whole day, walk many miles and meet people, tell about the Lord, about the good news. Then some of them come on the following day to worship. Already a small group was there. Like that, we, the same way, by and by, a larger group became God's children so when I was serving for about two years this way uh, we went through a terrible time in our country the insurgency it is uh, 89 uh, 88 and 89 so many times when I get back I had no buses to go go home so on the way I get a standard sometimes some lorries which take firewood or some other things we ask them please let us go this journey and they give us uh, opportunity uh, to travel the rest. So sometimes the army stops here and there and our journey gets hindered. Anyway the Lord was good in every situation. So then while serving, many times while I go up and down, uh, I had a feeling or the urging of god that i should be in the place where i am serving him already i was involved in a, uh, as i was working as a printing manager in a christian firm and uh, uh, that was enough for me to take care of my family i had four, uh, one wife and four children and we were okay so when this thought came with that uh, urging a thought behind uh, told me how I am i going to survive without a job if i go but uh, the Lord's, uh, that my conscience said, okay, the Lord will take care. The Lord will take care. So then I, I prayed, and alone, we, with the wife we shared, and I prayed, and the Lord promised through His word. So the first uh, promise He gave it from the book of uh, Exodus, chapter twenty-three, and verse twenty, and it was a powerful promise. Behold, I send an angel before thee, to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared." So, I, here I took only the uh, promise that behold, I am sending to the place where I want you. Then my angel is coming with you. So mm. this was enough for me. Because so. before that,
0: you were in the main city but you felt the Lord calling you to move to the remote place yes. and you had no
1: idea of the job or how he'll provide or anything like yes. that. Yes, and even we had no idea of how kind of home we are going to stay mm. and four children schooling and we shared this with our church elders in the city, Colombo. So some of them discouraged us. They said already you have a ministry here mm. because I'm in charge of the Tamil ministry in Colombo. Uh, so they said you have a ministry, you don't need to go there. So, you have opportunities opportunity to serve the Lord? So, then I said, the Lord is telling me to go. So, in that case, they said... Uh, finally, when I, I repeated this uh, different uh, every week, they said, okay, you can go, but we are not going to take care of you. Mm. You are going on your own. And I said, the Lord is telling me to go, so I have to go. So, it was like disobeying them. Mm. But anyway, the Lord took us. So, we went there and took a small house and they are with four children. They went to the rural school and uh, we were there. My wife started a small Montessori school and uh, uh, all experiences were new because we were, we were not living there, only we visited the place. So we were there. So day by day, Lord let us prove His faithfulness in everything. One morning I was uh, praying, Lord, now we have come here. Because the first three months we had no problem because the money little we had, it was uh, December that I uh, uh, resigned my job. So the little money I, we had, first three months we managed. So now we want to have some more money hmm. uh, for children. So when I after prayer when I came out, I uh, I, I my inside my mind is whether I had took a wrong decision because kitchen there was no food. The children will come back from school, no food. So then when I came out, a man knocked at the door. Hmm. And it was, he was a stranger. I asked why. He said, uh, I have a problem in my life. I want kind of uh, some kind of a solution, some comfort. So I called him inside, the person whom I had not seen earlier. And I make him sit and I told about the Lord Jesus and His mercy. And whoever call upon him, will have a new life. So, where I gradually, I when I t- taught these things, his face uh, became shining. Mm. So I knew the Lord is working in him. So then he was a very uh, with very courteous, uh, courteously uh, cour- with courteous mood. He said, "Okay, I'll come again." That was the first man that I met. So then, uh, that made me to reassure myself i didn't come in a wrong place or wrong decision with wrong decisions god has brought mm. so then we could stay in that house only for 6 months because uh, we couldn't afford to uh, pay any more. so then we went for a smaller house and there with very very limited facilities but the lord was there every turn that we went and uh, uh, one more thing I want to say when I, when the Lord said you go, so then I had a question to ask from the Lord, Lord, how about to my uh, providing for my children, because uh, four, I had four children, I, uh, so then uh, when uh, uh, when I, I lack things like food and other things, uh, where i going to find? And you know our God was so wonderful, He was so faithful. He gave a, another promise. From Isaiah 39, verse 10, it said, They shall not hunger nor thirst, neither shall the heat nor sun smite them. For He that hath mercy on them shall lead them, even by the springs of water shall He guide them. In fact, the house we got to live the second time, it was just close to a river. So we need to go far to bathe or, or find water and everything. So our children really enjoyed a rural setup, the river, and the, the green surrounding. Yeah. So then again, I prayed uh, in in that uh, asking the promise. I prayed, Lord, I have heard many people say our work is disturbed by the evil one. Mm. So that problem came in my mind also. I asked the Lord, suppose if the enemy attacks me, what I am going to do? So the Lord, again, he gave another promise uh, from the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 19, it says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall be any means hurt you. So, I liked that promise, mm. but I said, Lord, I don't want that uh, scorpion part and the serpent part. I want only on the uh, the enemy part. So, I, I took the second part and thanked the Lord. And that gave me courage, this, uh, this one just before our coming. So, with those three promises only, I took the step. So, while we were there, uh, again my wife continued the monastery work and we saw many poor, uh, parents bringing their children. So very little we charged them, uh, so they uh, because they were able to pay that amount. And uh, uh, one uh, every day I see a, a man keeping his child on his shoulder and come and let the boy get down. And then he, he, he turns with a sad face. Every day the same so one morning i asked why any problem you have because your, your face looks so sad and worried he and he said yes i i, I have really problems but no solutions anywhere mm. and i you know I, I have seen this world is so so uh, full of injustice not fair at all so i don't know how i am to fair, live in this world with my children but i said Okay, you all say that there's a God above who will take care of things. I said, have you uh, any day called upon that God? He said, God also same. Because they are, they believe many in many gods. Uh, so for them, God uh, when we say God, uh, that is nothing for them. So I said, there's a Creator God. He is the one who made you and me and all what we see, and we are so happy because of him. Uh, then he listened and went. So, few weeks after that incident, one evening, this man, particular man, came with his wife and two children. Practically, he was coming, running, down the hill. It was raining. That day, I was not home; only my wife was there, the children. Uh, so then, my wife was asked, uh, mentioning the that child's name, and uh, saw so the child's father. We are out running. He said, I am going to die today, because I hate my life. So, this is your family? Yes, with all. That means, three children. He was going to commit suicide. Yes, he he said, I am going to jump into the river, Mm. and there is a very dangerous, uh, deep place. We are going to jump there and and finish our life. That will settle everything. So, then wife told okay, it is raining. Children are small. Why not sit for a while and then go, when the rain sees it. So he, they all had come inside and that day we had some milk rice which we made in the morning it was remaining uh, then made them uh, uh, sit and uh, just served because this is our uh, hospitality when somebody comes we had to give something and a small cup of tea. So we give uh, wife had given the uh, milk rice we had and some tea that's plain tea. So after a while that child who comes to our monastery, had gone to the father, who was seated on another side, and they had some little discussion, which nobody heard. And suddenly they both went out. So after about 10 minutes, both had come. As this uh, the child's father stepped into the house, he had told my wife, Teacher, your God is true. Mm. I believe in Him. So my wife asked, what is this? Suddenly, you, how come you, you come to that decision? He said, no, I have to taste something. He said, this child was having a problem with his stomach, constipation for the last four days. And we, he was suffering. And now, as we sat and ate this milk rice and uh, drank this plain tea, my child came to me and told, uh, Father, please get me some water. I want to go to the toilet. Mm so I went out and gave some water because he knows the toilet because there's the Montessori square house uh, so so then he had gone uh, that at a good motion and then only they both came after that <laughs> so he said your god did this i said yes our god can do not only this he can do anything for you mm. okay so then they stopped uh, that conversation so simply they they were in your home yes he was at
0: hopeless going yeah. to end his life yes then while they're there his child is healed yes. by the lord and yeah. he recognizes this and says okay yes. we want to believe in him
1: yes so then we mm. then the rain had ceased so my wife told just uh, sarcastically okay uh, uh, mister now rain uh, stopped you can <laughs> go, go ahead with your plan but you know what you already said i'm not going to go down i'm going to get back home mm. So, he took to the family and went home. Then, uh, she has told, as my husband comes, we both will come to your house. So, the following day, we went to his house and called them together and said, we are going to call upon God to bless you and protect you and give you a meaningful life. So, we prayed. For them, prayer was the... Uh, the it's, it's a new thing for them, for the prayer. Uh, so, then we prayed. Mm. So, from that day, I could see the difference in his face as he brought the child every morning. Mm. So it was about six months. So then, because at that time we didn't have any church to go. Uh, so we were worshipping in our house every Sunday. We were as a family. There was no other church in uh, this area? No, there were churches but this uh, our belief church uh, uh, was not there. Okay. So we went to Pioneer Church. Mm. Uh, so then uh, we, we were praying together as a family, uh, worshipping. Here this man stood at the door, so we told okay, come now, uh, we, together we also can worship God. Mm. So he came and he, and he was very happy about this worship, because he, uh, he listened to our, pra- our worshiping and then our prayer and our reading the word of God together. Uh, because we, six of us, four children and me and my wife, so it was a small uh, group like so then he then he started coming every week he was our first soul mm. then the whole family mm. even when we met uh, last november uh, the uh, this weather chief the leader of this uh, this uh, uh, primitive committee uh, the uh, tribal committee uh, community he was there to say i got saved this way and God has been so faithful to me so he's very attentive he's very faithful serving mm. the Lord and even he's the one who he's the one who is active in our church he's about 69 years old but he does the work of young people Ah, yeah he's so faithful
0: because Jesus has so radically changed his family is, how yes. can he not serve him and share him with everyone
1: yeah he's mm. so then if you may if you will allow me to say some more he, he has seen another family suffering with this uh, charming. Mm. Here in Sri Lanka, we have some people, when somebody is living uh, nicely, prospering, uh, they do some evil charming mm. uh, with evil power. There are people who do that here. So uh, that family was suffering. The husband was earning well, but he had no way of coming inside the house. That was the spell he had. So that lady has told him, "We are suffering, we have no way to live, and we don't know what to do." So this man has told, "There's a new family have come from Colombo, and now I am better, uh, so I can take you to that house." So they are told, you, uh, "Definitely today my husband is coming in the evening. You take him." Hmm. So one night, somebody knocked at the door, and we always are very cautious to open doors in the night because uh, there was a rumour going around that some people have come to spread religion. So we don't know who is coming. So before opening the door, we asked, who is that? Then he, this person told his name, Punchibanda. Hmm. Uh, then he, he knew his voice and his name. He told, okay, open the door, and I asked, uh, what made you to come at this time? And while asking, I saw another man standing behind him with red eyes and very questionable face. Mm. So I asked why. He said, I have brought a person who is in trouble. I said, ask him to both of you come inside. So while we were seated, uh, he told, he told his story that this uh, charming and how they are very uh, in a a very poor state in every way. Kind of like witchcraft. uh, Witchcraft plus no money because all the money spent on uh, that uh, uh, somehow to uh, do some anti uh, the, uh, that charming when when somebody does a charming to you witchcraft they in return they also do mm. that means they have to <coughs> spend money <coughs> so for a witchcraft a country like us because these are very common in India and all you have to use lime and so many other stuff they have to use and the man who does it. Uh, he will ask for so many things, that priest. So this way, all the money that husband earned, mm-hmm. was spent on this, not mm-hmm. to the family. So I made him to sit and asked, Do you see the sun coming every day on time, and the moon coming every month faithfully, and the bright stars, and the water flowing in the river, uh, and the trees, and all the, about the nature, I told him. Uh, do you believe somebody is behind all this? So this man said, "Yes, I think somebody must be behind." Mm. But you know who is that somebody? He is the one who made them, even you and me. So he just uh, looked at me and he was you not know, not saying anything. I said, "If if he had power to make all these, do you think that he can swallow problems too?" Mm. So he for a while he uh, waited. and Then he said, "Okay." I I believe. So I said, okay, I am going to call upon this creator who made you and me and all uh, what we see to help you. On behalf of you, I am going to ask him. He said, okay. So we knelt and prayed for the Lord to reveal himself to this man for the first time and for a uh, relief from his situation. So... Soon after the prayer we stood up at that uh, uh, during those days we are using kerosene lamps with entire mm. electricity mm. Uh, so it was uh, that uh, village we had on that so in the in that uh, la- kerosene lamp uh, light i saw his face it was a different face mm. that I saw a uh, little, little while ago very harm very uh, uh, you have to say very very uh, a pleasant face. Earlier I saw a rough face. Yeah, so then I knew the Lord has done His work, touching Him. So I said, okay, you, you both can go now. Tomorrow morning I will come to your house. So because it's a new place for us, so I asked how to come to your house. He told the different shortcuts uh, inside this jungle lake. <laughs> so I said, I'll come. So early morning I went to that house. A difficult path for the first time. As uh, I went, this man was all, always, he can only stay outside, can't get inside the house. That was the this spell. But that day, he was inside the house. Mm. So I asked, how come you come inside? He said, last night when I came, I had the power to come inside. I said, the same God, who has helped, heard our prayer and helped you. now." You started to start to trust in him he said okay and I I spoke to his wife and prayed together Uh, so then this uh, uh, he was the second soul in that area Hmm. like that this this, all this happened in the year 1989 just 30 years ago 30 years ago and it was a lot of um, mostly Buddhist people in that area yes Muslims Buddhists Hindus yeah, and God used us in many ways in many places and people have heard the gospel and some came to church and some did not come to church and also there later when we went there were only a few churches but now there are so many other churches also so people are going to those churches mm. but anyway as long as they are in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ so we are happy about that yeah. so this is the way the Lord led us 30 years ago so to say the same God who led us 30 days ago still even today even at this moment he is revealing his faithfulness his goodness and he is so good I always say God is so good so faithful so i'm very happy to share this uh, for this moment uh, just to say God is faithful
0: yes Amen. he surely is yes. uh, I I'm amazed by this story, Samuel, of just God's faithfulness and his calling for you to go here and bring the gospel to more people who who need to hear about Jesus and him saying, I'll prepare the way, I'll go before you, I'll provide all of your needs as you go, and I'll protect you from any attacks of the enemy. And not only that, it seems like as you were going to places of darkness with these people who were in spiritual darkness, Jesus would build his church, and the enemy could not come against it. Uh, Even you would overcome all the power of the enemy in these people's lives. And uh, I was thinking about, even now as we're staying in different places and meeting different people, uh, a woman at at a hotel we're staying at, and she had asked, do you see any evil spirits in our hotel? Uh, She she had knew we were people... uh, Different. Spiritual people. Yes. And so she asked, do you see any evil spirits in our house? Uh, and she said, we do all the incense and sacrifices. We have some special plants to scare away the evil spirits. And uh, so people are afraid of these kinds of things, living in deep fear. Uh, 80% in Sri Lanka are Buddhist, and then many are Hindu, and some are Muslim. Um, evangelicals, maybe around 1% or 2% only. And so still, there are many who need to hear the gospel, many who are waiting. And uh, I think your story is an encouragement that as we trust the Word of God and what He has already said, go and make disciples. And as He calls us by His Spirit and we walk in obedience, we have nothing to be afraid of. He will provide everything we need.
1: Glory to God. If, uh, Brother Char- uh, Charlie, if you may, just two minutes. Yes. Uh, I told you that the Lord promised... To overcome Satan in Luke 19, uh, 10 19. So I said, I like the second part about the evil one. Mm. But you know, one, one, uh, uh, one day we went to a house and we were about to go to bed, sleep. We saw a sc- scorpion mm. on the wall, <laughs> just on the wall, just above the place where we were going to sleep. So we killed the fellow and then we slept. Another day, while walking on the road, one scorpion just just looking at us and keeping those uh, ready to harm us so i remember this promise i had a strong shoes i just stepped on uh, the uh, creature and it died that mm. was about scorpion we never thought scorpion mm. will come because i, I didn't want the, first, uh, the uh, first part but the lord was faithful to tell everything then one mm. night we after our dinner uh, because you, we only two lamps, so one we use in the uh, dining hall, one uh, one is in the main hall. So we all get together and eat, and then bring the lamp to the other other room. So soon after uh, eating, we want to close the door. My children said snake snake. So I said snakes won't come at this time night. No no no, we saw a snake. So then I told okay, uh, he's outside now. We will lock the door nicely, and we'll sleep. So as all they went to bed, I just opened the front door and came out. Wow. When, I, when, I came out, when I was open, when I opened the door, I saw a viper just near the entrance of the house. You mean this serpent had come around to the main door? So I told, just shouted and told the, uh, my wife, don't open the door. Because I had a torch in my hand. I told don't open the door. So she opened. And I took a stick and smashed the fellow's head. So how our God is so faithful, so good, mm. so specific in everything, what he is doing and saying. So you can trust God. He will not fail you. Yeah. Amen. That's absolutely
0: true. And we must receive this message and be encouraged because there are so many people in our communities wherever you might be living uh, that need the hope of Christ and you might have fear of how will God provide for me what words will I speak to them what will happen yet God is faithful and he'll do the work as you trust him and not only that at another level there are so many people waiting for the gospel around the whole world without any access and I think of Proverbs chapter 24, verse 11. It says, Rescue those who are being taken away to death. Hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. And without the hope of Jesus, people are, are being taken away to death, waiting for hope. And then it says in verse 12, If you say, Behold, we didn't know this. Does he, not he who weighs the heart, perceive it? Does God not know this? Does not he who keeps watch over your soul know? And, he will, and will he not repay man according to his work? God is holding us responsible for what we know and then how we act on it. And there are people worldwide waiting for hope. And the good news is that God is so faithful. We have nothing to be afraid of as we go forth and bring the good news of how people can be rescued from the death coming in their lives. And so be encouraged by Samuel's testimony today. Uh, continue praying for Uh, the whole world, uh, unreached peoples and the Christians to continue to be faithful. And not only that, but uh, may you go forth trusting God's faithfulness and God's call in your own life. So thanks for joining another Fuel for the Harvest podcast. God bless you guys, and we'll see you next time.